The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are on a Monday. Hey, everybody. It is the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com. We've got the Toledo Rocket number 42 himself. He's yes, Barry Church. Indeed. In the building. Yes, indeedy. I got Danny McCray's got the uh, show off. I'm Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys mm, Emmy Award reporter. Emmy Award winner. Man, we got a whole lot to talk about in this hour, man. A whole lot. Um, look, man, I'm a, I want to start with Randy Gregory. I'm going to start from this standpoint. Number one, good for you. Right? Yeah. Glad you got your 70 get, million. Got your, your bag. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go get ahead. your bread, brother. Um, when I first saw the deal, I was like, oh, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of bread. What was it, five for 70? Five, seven, yes. Yeah, it's a lot of brethren. Then I hear, wait, he's changed his mind. He's going to Denver. Pulled the rug right out, the, out from the bottom. And I said, yes. <laughs> yes. Hey, look. What, what made you say yes, though? Because well, the, like re- the same reason why I said that's a lot of money. 70 million is a lot of money for a guy who's not dependable. But what was the guarantee? What was it? Only like, what, 27 I was? Care, I don't care if it was 27. Dude, it's a lot of money. Either way, it was a lot. 28 million guaranteed. Okay? 28. It was like two for 20. So, ba- so they could have got out of it, you know, after two years. Look, my, my, this is just my thing. Okay. Okay. I thought he was a good player, but he was an undependable player. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay, last year, he played 11 games. That's a career high. Yeah. He had six sacks. That was nice. Six sacks. But against San Francisco, he didn't have a sack. Had a bad penalty as well. Okay. You know, I just look at his, you know, you start looking at the numbers here and you go through the games. He's a good football player. Good football player. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a great player. I wouldn't say he was great. I'd say he was good. He was a good so, pass rusher. So my boy from Denver calls me and says, hey, man, what can you tell about Randy Gregory? I said, Good guy. You're going to like talking to Randy. He's an amazing human being. Like, I said, you're going to like man, Randy. He's a good dude. Overall. I said, but from a football standpoint, you got six sacks on a defense where you had Micah Parsons. He did. Who had 13. He did. You got to play six, seven games with Tank Lawrence. You yes, had Trevon Diggs out there. If you're a coordinator, he's not the first guy you're thinking about or the second guy or the third guy. Number four. Yeah. $70 million for the number four dude? I don't know if he was number. You think he was number four on our defense as far as rushing the passer? I'm talking about in terms of a pl- blue chip oh, just player. Overall, blue just chip everything. player. Okay. Right. Your, your blue chip players last year, it was Parsons, Diggs, then you got Tank Lawrence, and then you got him if you talk about your blue chip players. Okay. okay. Now, you could argue Randy had better impact and more than, than Tank Lawrence, but I mean, right now, if you're starting if you, if tomorrow, you got to go out here and get your football team going. You'd have more faith in Tank Lawrence than Randy Gregory. I don't know. I don't know about I that. Cause, cause look, look at the injury history with Tank as well. Okay. But, but, all right. Both of them Both of them have games. Yeah, they issues. both got shaky. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Both of them got issues. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Okay. But if I got to choose one or the other, I'm going to choose You going to go with Tank? I would. Mm, I don't know Plus, about that one. I got to look at the co- and, and the way the contracts because you didn't push this money out, so you've kind of put yourself in that box situation. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had to do a redo. Mm-hmm. They all had to get together. He had to get together with them because he needed to take some type of reduction. At the same time, they just couldn't cut the guy because else. I mean, they, there was a need there. Yeah. That's why they were able to get a deal done. So to me, to me, you know, I'm with you on the fact that you know, seventy. That's a lot of bread. That's a lot of bread mm-hmm. to give a pass rusher who. 
I'll say he was inconsistent. I'll say that. You know, when when he's on fire, when he's rushing the passer and he's on his A game, I believe he's one of the best pass rushers in the National Football League. He just has that natural bendability, speed off the edge. He can get low under tackles. He has that ability. But it's kind of a flash in the pan. Like, it happens, you know, hey, when he's at his high, he's at his high. But when he's at his low, I mean, he, he can disappear from games. And we've seen that in that San Francisco game. Um, but to me... You know, I would have liked them to keep Randy Gregory here. You know, I felt like it gave us another dynamic guy off the edge. You can never have enough defensive linemen. We know in this league it's it's a D-line quarterback league. You got to have people that can get after the passer. And right now we have a Tank Lawrence who he re-signed his new deal, got that, you know, $30 million and all that stuff. But can we depend for him to, to play all 17 games? I, I'm not no, sure. No, no, I'm not can't. sure. We no, got can't. a good pass rusher in Parsons as well, but is he going to play DN or is he, he going to play, you know, at the linebacker position? So I believe you can never have enough pass rushers. So losing him, I thought, was a slight just – just it just didn't. I, I would have rather had him stay with the Dallas Cowboys. But to me, I want to get your thoughts on what was the the underlying contract that was just the, the language that was in there that made him flip just like that. I mean, I, because to me, I feel like I mean the Joneses they they did a lot for Gregory. They did a lot for Gregory um, in his situation. He might not even be in the league. You know, if it wasn't for Jones keeping him around. Now, we know he they weren't just doing that out of, out of the kindness of their heart. I mean, the, the guy was a, a good pass rusher, so they're going to keep him around as long as they can. But to me, I just want to know what was the language that he just felt like, you know what, this is shady right here. I got to get the heck up out of here. The language was in his other contract? And yeah, the language that's in other contracts? That's why I'm like, what, what this, was this is, the issue? This is when he, yeah, from by all accounts, just talking to, this is when I, I really go to the beat writers and the folks who really dive into this stuff every day. And the consensus talking to the people who cover the Dallas Cowboys. It's the agent who's based in Denver and wanted him there. Hmm. And basically got in his ear, just said, hey, look, you know what? This language here is going to hurt you. Da, da, da. Denver's going to take it out. So go over here. And Jerry gets on the phone and tries to convince him. And they decide that, you know, oh, we're offended. Da, 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 da. And so, okay. Personally, I think the Cowboys are going to be happy that they did not give him five years and $70 million. Yeah, because, I mean, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but you were able to bring back, what, four four guys rather than one guy on that $70 million deal. So it might work out in the long haul. But um, when we talk about that language, and like you said, I just, to me, there's no state taxes here. You, you know this organization. You know the training staff. You know this team. You've been here for, what, six, seven years? It's the same. I can see if Denver was like, hey, we'll sweeten the deal with an extra 10 mil, extra 5 mil. But it's the same money. This is where, and you you, you being a former player, you, mm -hmm. this is where the, the agent Played oh, a very big role in this. All in his ears. So, so fine. Yeah. Let, the, let the agent deal with it. But I would be shocked at the end of five years if Randy Gregory is still playing for the Denver Broncos. No, I, I don't do I don't believe um, that. Nah. I, I look at Randy's situation very much the way I looked at Byron Jones' situation. There are a lot of people who wanted to keep Byron Jones. A lot of Cowboy fans. We need to mm -hmm. keep Byron Jones. We need to keep Byron Jones. And I was always of the opinion, Byron's a great guy. He's a good player, mm -hmm. but he's about to get a great contract. He got an outstanding one. And I wouldn't do it. And, and the contract was so great, it was the largest contract ever given to a cornerback mm -hmm. in National Football League history. Go read Twitter now. They're trying to get rid of Byron. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to dump this guy. How do we get out of this deal? And it just went back to what I think. You know, you, you, he only had two picks. 
He wasn't before a ball he guy. Went to, before he went to Miami. And so you had all these these analytic people, people who read the pro football folk. And He's that shutting was, guys down. He's shut, they don't throw to his side. I'm like, because they're throwing to the other side. That's what it was. And, and so and you get this, but people, once again, they want to take everything that pro football focus says is the gospel. Mm. Oh, and I can't stand that either. I like what they do, but when you talk to people like you who mm-hmm. played the game, you talk to coaches in front of office, people, hey, look, they don't always un- – they don't – understand what we're asking guys to do. Exactly. That's what I don't get with the pro football. Like, It's not like they know the exact scheme and the play that these guys are calling. They just get a general, okay, they might be in cover three right here. They might be a man-to-man right here. They don't know the specifics, but they treat, everybody treats it like Bible. He was an 85 grade on PFF. That means he's better than this guy. I can't stand it, Millie. It was. I heard a really great interview one time from a, uh, it was a defensive lineman coming out of the draft, and his team played Army. And a quote-unquote knock against him was he didn't show up in the Army game. And I want to say it was Pat Kerwin and Jim Miller who did a fantastic interview and talking to him, and they said, tell us what your responsibilities were in this game. Because mm-hmm. Army option team. They had a triple, triple, uh, triple option. And, and he said, I had to just basically play this particular gap right here. So he didn't get to play his normal game mm-hmm, because normal that's pressure. where a lot of folks who get that triple option, they don't see it much. And if you're not playing the they way – gas you. Right, right. <laughs> and so he didn't have a quote-unquote – great game or statistical game like he normally had, but the coaches for this specific game plan were asking him to do what he normally would do. Mm-hmm. They were trying to win the game. They were trying to pad his statistics. That's true. And so that was kind of one of my introductions into listening and understanding and talking about, okay, what were you asking your player to do? Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't always translate into these these grades that, that PFF is giving, that you're trying you're giving general grades to 32 teams. Yes, yeah, that, that's all And it it's is. just not, you know, everybody's not playing the same scheme there. So anyway, going back to Randy just and Byron Jones, look, Byron Jones, you moved on from him. My thing was, you know what? Okay. You have a scouting department. You have Will McClay. Go find somebody. And they did. They found Diggs. They found Diggs. They found Diggs in the second. You found a guy that we both talked about that should have taken it. We thought mm-hmm. that term, hey, for sure. first round. We were like, man, Diggs got the first round. You can get him in the second round. So you get C.D. Lamb in the first round. You get Diggs in the second round. Mm. Okay? Both guys under rookie contracts right now. Uh, both guys Pro Bowl players. Yep. All pro in Diggs' yeah. case. yeah. Can you not go back and go find somebody else to take Randy Gregory's spot? I believe you could find someone. Okay. Because I don't think he – That's your job. He's a dynamic pass rusher, but there's more to the game than just rushing the passer. I mean, and that's what I think makes D-Law um, a good defensive end because, you know, he may not be able to get to the quarterback as well as he once did back in those franchise tag okay. years. He was, you know, what he had, like 20 or 30 sacks in two years or something like that. But he plays the run better than pretty much any defensive end I know in the National Football League right now. And that goes a lot, especially when you're going, when you're with a team that get gashed against a run like we had, you know, in years past. So to me, rushing the passer is amazing. And Randy Gregory, he has kind of that art form. He kind of has that technique to where he can get after any any uh, tackle out there, any quarterback out there. Uh, but when it comes down to it, I just think that was his kind of one-trick pony. I don't really see him being a – Every down, I'm getting TFLs in the run. I'm, you know, getting after the quarterback because we've seen games where he disappears. So, look, I understand. Go get your money, big dog. You know, I hope I hope it all went, works out well for you. But at the end of the day, man, it's a tough decision. But I, I might have to side with you on this one, man. I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with it, man. You save some bread for the team. You're able to bring back more players to a defense, and you give it another run at it. Go draft someone. I mean, people, and it's funny because everyone, well, who are you going to find? Twenty four. Um, 
I don't know if you guys remember or not, but the Cowboys were in a perfect position when they needed a defensive end or needed a pass rusher. There was T.J. Watt. Rod Marinelli said oh. he does, the scheme doesn't fit him, and so they took Taco Charlton. Taco Tuesday. And, and even Dan Quinn was in Atlanta at the time. They traded up, jumped the Cowboys. They went and took Tack McKinley. So we so many times think, unless you're drafting in the top ten that you don't have an ability to go get a football player who can help you out, you can get football players. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, okay. 24 you, you can You can go get football players. Yeah. Once again, this is why you have a scouting department. This is why you have guys here. And – I don't know why certain Cowboy fans don't want to give this scouting department enough credit. But you start looking at not just the Pro Bowl players they have, but the homegrown Pro Bowl players. Look at them. I mean, mean, they do a good job. They do a heck of a job. They do a good job. I mean, look at Curse. Out of nowhere. The scouting department finds him out of nowhere. Gets into what this scheme and look at I me, mean, he's balling right now. Well, right. he balled last year, so okay, so you can find people. So go back and do it again. Yeah, Will Will has a good go has a good track again. record. It ain't like he just you know he's he's hit one and two, maybe here and there, and he's he's been hitting these past couple years. Okay, they drafted Robert. Qu- I mean, I drafted, but they traded for Robert Quinn, who was in a situation. Had Quinn a heck of a year. Had a heck of a year. Went on to Chicago. Um, they got Everson Griffin. Um, didn't work out. Mm-mm. But then again, I I always and I, I go back and I say to people. Nothing worked out for that defense that year. Yeah, that year was okay. that was that was rough. Mike, no, nothing Poe, worked out. Don Terry, I mean, it was yeah, it was it was a rough year. That but year. but the thought process and trying to get a player like that that you thought the Cowboys you know had had made a good deal yeah. just didn't work out because nothing worked out. It was a historically bad defense for yeah. the franchise. But you can you can go find people. You can and to make it seem as though you you lost Demarcus Ware. You know, he's Randy Gregory. Yeah. It's not D Way. It's not Randy White. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Hall of Fame. Did I miss the Pro Bowls he made? No. And I'm not going to lie to you, Nui. That's how I feel about Schultz as well, though. Like, you know, just, I feel like you could get a Schultz okay. in the draft. Okay. Now, now, here is the thought process while I'll say, okay, you gave Schultz $11 million. Mm-hmm. You know, they care about offense here. Oh, yeah. You know they do. That's then. That's the bread and butter. You okay. Know. You, you know, tickets, they yeah. already knew we're losing Cooper. Mm-hmm. So if we're losing Cooper, do we also want to lose? And we're cutting Jarwin. Do we want to lose this tight end? That's what I, I think you can I, find one. I didn't think they wanted Dak to have that much change. You didn't think they don't think he can overcome that? Okay. So, so Cooper's gone. Cooper's gone. Gallup's not going to be available for a minute. Say Wilson gone. Ted Wilson's gone. Dalton Schultz gone too. I think they decided. You know, at some point in time, we got, we got, we got, to, we got to, we got to put, put a hole in one of the dikes here. Yeah. We got to plug it. So you bring back Lamb, you bring back Schultz. There's at least two people he has chemistry with. But is Schultz dynamic though? That's the, that's the only thing. Like I can see if he was a guy that you can go split out and you, he can he can create for himself. But I don't see him as being that type of tight end. He's a good tight end, solid tight end. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but. I just don't see him being able to create for himself. No, he's not Kelsey. No, yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's, he's not Kelsey. No, he, he's he's, and and I and I catch into this. All right, if you didn't get him, who are you going to go get in the draft? You talking about tight end wise? Just tight end wise, like you said, we can find them. And and for me, I go back. They love offense. They were trying to make sure that they protected the forty million dollar quarterback and gave him some mm-hmm. weapons and things, comfort zone. So that was how I looked at that one. Okay. So take for instance, you kept Tank. Okay, you didn't want both guys going, so you yeah, kept you could, yeah. one of them. Mm-hmm. 
if Lamb is now gone, Gallup's not healthy, Cedric Wilson is now gone, did you also want to lose the tight end? I don't think that's what they wanted to yeah, do. I can see that. I can see that. That, that was my – that's my theory. And mm-hmm. then just also, okay, if – you know, what if you bring someone in who doesn't have the chem- – because, you know, that chemistry thing. And they care yeah. about offense here, man. They care about offense. Yeah, you got yeah. an offensive head coach <laughs> and you got an owner who loves the offense. They're going to take a head off offensive side. Well, we've seen that. That's where all the ducats go. They go to the offensive side of the yeah, football. Yeah, you, you've so, been here. You played here. You they saw bark, where They bark and hunt on the oh, – the, uh, they, yeah, they, they bark, bark and hunt they right, bark they, on defense. They dollar general shopping yes, for defense. Yes, yes. Okay, they're going to five and below to get defensive players. <laughs> they're going to Neiman Marcus for the offensive players. You just yeah. know what they do, man. That's it. The luxury brand on the offense, and you got the, you know, down here. <laughs> You know how the grocery stores got their their brand, and you got the other, you know, the Kellogg's and all that, and the grocery store brand right there. That's multi meal. The multi meal. It looks like it's Captain Crunch. <laughs> it looks like Frosted Flakes. It just says some multi meal. Oh man, you got two cans, Sam, and then you got the Cardinal version. The great right value yeah. when you go to Walmart. It's great value. That's their brand. It's great value. Great value. You exactly. That, you got that great value almond milk for the defense. It works. It, like like this past year, it worked. But is it is it is it sustainable? You know, is it just a I don't know. Now, I don't know. And so I read Bill Polian's book a couple of years ago, Barry, and it was it was well done from the standpoint that he said, in today's NFL with the salary cap, you're forced to choose. Are you gonna be offensive or a defensive football team? Because yeah. where you put your money at. Yeah. So when he was with the Colts, we were an offensive team. It's where we put our money at. And one reason why he hired Tony Dungy is because Tony knew defense and Tony's scheme playing at Tampa 2, especially with the corners, is that they could draft corners. And by the time they had to pay him, they could move on yeah, from him. Yeah. And they didn't play, you know, they didn't play 3 4 because then you need man corners. And he's like, and Polly's like, man corners cost a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you can just, well, you hit the road. So, so that's what he wanted to do and construct that type of defense. And so, hey, we got Freeney, we got Mathis. And like, we'll pay these two dudes, but we ain't, we're not paying anybody else because we're putting all these resources over here towards towards our, our offense mm-hmm. and, and, and drafted towards the offense. So, in, the, in many ways, the Cowboys have decided that they want to be an offensive team. Yeah. I and mean, so look, that's where the dollars are. That's where they're going. I mean, look, you got the coordinator over there still. I mean, they – and so, if, so, so if you're going to do that, then you have to be very smart with your drafting and very smart with who you bring into your football team. And they have been so far. And the Colts, well, Napoleon, did that a lot. And so that's what Jerry and Steven and Will McClay and Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy, that's what they're going to have to do here mm-hmm. is, is go out and, and figure out how do you make smart moves. Dalton Schultz, they care about the tight end here. They care about the offense. They wanted to make sure we kept. Another piece, which I believe was the correct thing to do. You want to keep him on there. I mean, so, okay, so if you don't eleven, no, I mean, so, so if you don't have, or in this, that's the position they put themselves in. I know, you, man. you paid Jarwin, you didn't pay Schultz, yeah. so there you go. Mm. But did you want to go into a season where CD Lamb was the only player that Dak Prescott had any chemistry? I thought he was supposed to be that guy, though. The new eighty-eight. Supposed but to be just that one, guy. right? But just one guy versus at least having two guys. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I and, just and that that to me is what just knowing how they feel about offense. Yeah. We're gonna see. We're gonna like, see what can happen. Um, yeah. Hey, look. Let's get our first break in here. Lel Collins is gone. Mm, Cincinnati. The offensive line, I believe, has some issues. It's in shambles. There's there's some there's some conversations to be had there about where they go next. Let's do it right here on the players' lounge. Brought to you by Hotels.com. He's Barry Church. I'm Newby Scruggs. StylesCowboys.com Radio. 
At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Your favorite, your favorite WWE superstars return at AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd. Get your tickets to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. I'm Newey Scruggs. He's Barry Church, yes, former sir. Dallas Cowboy player. And this is the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. So, um, according to ESPN, Lel Collins' deal with the Cincinnati Bengals is a three-year deal worth $30 million, um, but due to the structure, it's a two-year deal worth $22 million. The Cowboys are supposed to pay him $10 million. And there's some people who just said, hey, you know, why don't you make a trade? Why don't you trade Collins? Well, they weren't getting what they were looking for, and they didn't want to take a low-round pick by cutting Collins. They are going to be able to get more of savings for themselves. So they st- you said they still owe him $10 million? No, no, no. This is what he was going to, going oh, to get, okay, but okay, just being right. able to, on the cap, how okay. you split it up. Yep. The basic, it was to their benefit. They were going to get better benefit by, by letting by him let go. Them go then trade then, him. then just trading him for some six-round pick. They yeah. were getting some value of a second round. Fine. So um, Big Collins is now going up to Cincinnati. I used to live in Ohio. It's different. Mm, the weather up there is different. Man, I, it ain't Dallas. I feel for a brother who's from, you know, Collins is from the boot, man. Oh, so so he, he's, he's, just, he's a warm climate dude. He's never lived mm. anything like this, man. And that's outdoors. You know, if I could see LC, I'd say, hey, man, you better buy some clothes you ain't never heard of. And he's playing outside. They know, they know dome. You know, LSU, you, you nice weather. Here, you got the dome. Cincinnati, you in the elements, man. You going to Cleveland? <laughs> you going to Pittsburgh? You going to Baltimore? Baltimore? All of them outdoors. Mm, Everything. That. Everything's outdoors, mm. man. Everything is is outdoors. By the way, the Bengals play the Cowboys this year, too. 
So we'll see. We'll see how that goes there. And his lineup, I just now I'm thinking about it. Who he's gonna have to go against? You talking about who Cleveland with Miles Garrett and those boys, Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt. <laughs> you got, then you got Baltimore's Baltimore's Andrew. always got folks. Oh man, get your popcorn ready, lad. Twice. Mm. Yep, twice. Mm. Get your popcorn ready, man. So you read Bingle, you go on Twitter, Bengals feel like, hey, man, we won, we got it done, da, da, da. hey, man, good, good on you. Hopefully um, this rejuvenates Collins and, and he can find, find some better play. But as much as you and I love Lel, the person, the last two seasons have not been what, mm-hmm. what you thought you were getting. Yeah, he missed. Underperformed. Basically, yeah, basically missed all of, what, two years ago with the hip injury. And this year, you know, suspended five games, came back. Really wasn't that player that uh, we had seen in previous years. So, you know, happy. He, you know, he got his he got his money over in Cincinnati. Hopefully, he does well. We've seen what it did with Cheeto Awuzie. He went over there and played well. So, hopefully, it all works out. But I'm not so sure. You know, Cincinnati won. You know, something with this. I think they just added to the offensive line, and maybe it's an did. upgrade over what they had because we've seen how Burrow was getting right, right. destroyed up there. Right. I mean, no doubt this was a win for them yes, because upgrade. they needed to upgrade the offensive line. You're bringing in someone who has veteran experience, so he's better than what they had. So mm-hmm. there's a win. Mm-hmm. How he plays, does he live up to that money? Can he stay healthy? You know, the, the, right. The these are these are the things that they've got to go deal with. But many times, Danny McCray, when he was here with the, you know, and, and you guys were talking, is you guys were both were very much, hey. Terrence Steele shouldn't lose his job. I thought he should. You, know, you guys, yeah. you guys are very big on Steele keeping that right tackle job. Because I could see if, like, like we said, if he got hurt or something, and, and you know that's how Steele came in and was able to do his his deal. But we would have never known about Steele. We would have never got an opportunity to watch him grow as a player if Lyle didn't put himself in that situation and get suspended. And that's what happened. So he has nobody else to blame for him getting his spot taken. You know, eventually he got it back and this, that, and the third. But we talked about it back then. Still was playing well, and he deserved to at least stay at where he was. They tried to move him over to left tackle to because uh, Tyron went down. We saw that wasn't that wasn't going to work. But overall, I think Steele should have stayed at that right tackle position, and hopefully, going forward, he'll be able to cement himself in there as a uh, right tackle for this uh, Cowboys team. So, um, okay, I, I I wish him well, but the Cowboys have a cheaper alternative at right tackle and a guy they like. And we start to look at the rest of the offensive line right now, and, and there's still concerns. There's, um, there's two. We got two pieces, but we need, but we need three more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got your left guard spot is open in terms of Connor Williams mm-hmm. leaving. What's their faith level in Connor McGovern? Yeah. With, with all due respect, I haven't heard anyone say, "Okay, hey." We got Connor McGovern. He'll be good. He's got the spotlight. I haven't heard that. You yet. Heard, no. You haven't heard that, which is concerning. Yeah. It's concerning because normally people would say, oh, yeah, we, we got so-and-so and such. We, we good. We good. You're not hearing that. Mm-mm. So your left guard spot's interesting. Your center, Tyler Biotis. Can he step up? Can he, you know, take that next leap? What he, I don't know. But he can't put on 30 pounds. Not, he's just, you know, sorry. Is he he's still just, too light? Last one's, it's, it's light. He's That's why I say we need three. And then your left tackle, Tyron Smith, all-decade player, probably a Hall of Famer. Can he stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Can he give you more than, you know, nine, ten games in a year? And so here's a very interesting situation that I like to see what happens is they had Josh Ball last year, who they got out of Marshall. Oh, yeah. Fourth rounder, right? Was a, yeah. So, 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 what has Joe Philbin? What are they? What have they done? How can they get this guy potentially ready? See, what makes me nervous about that situation is with all those injuries we had last year. You know, Tyron Smith going down. 
You didn't hear nothing about Josh Ball coming he was in. Hurt. Fi- oh, he, he was, was hurt. hurt. He was hurt. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. So he spent mm-hmm. he spent a lot of the season just hurt. Mm-hmm. So well, hopefully he can step it up there. So that's where you just okay, and I kind of go back into a Terrence Steele like situation. They did it. You know, we don't talk about this enough. They did a good job developing him. Yeah, because he that first year okay. he struggled. But he struggled. He, he came back and you know he looked like a totally different player this and, year. And and I keep going back into it was a pandemic. And he came out of Texas Tech passing offense, mm-hmm. so there was there was a learning curve. And it was a it was a it wanted to get the ball out of quick, so you know pass rushers weren't able to get their whole arsenal on you because they right. had to get to the ball so quick. So, the, but now when you're sitting here in this type of offense, Dak, you know he's got his five step drops. He likes to sit in the pocket for a little bit, let those routes develop out there. So. Yeah, and he, and he had up. to get stronger. That was another thing he yeah. spoke about is getting stronger, mm-hmm. getting in the weight room. So that's where I look at Josh Ball. Can they do this again? Yeah. And can they do it again to the point in time where you've now developed a, another backup player who can help you? So that's one thing to look at there. But obviously there is the draft. Yeah. And and with the draft, would you take all right, let's just say would you take, let's just say, a tackle or guard, maybe the third or fourth best tackle or guard at twenty four, or would you like to take the best center available at twenty four? Let's just say that because you know, centers outside of Frederick really don't go Crazy high in the draft. Yeah, there's. I think the kids from Iowa. Well, Iowa. Yeah, he's 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 going to be a top pick. So, yeah, he'll, he'll, but other he'll, than him, I. I don't. That's the thing. I don't know. Or can you see, find a center later on? You know. Yes. Yes, you can. Um, but I would say this. Right now at 24, just just see how this thing shakes out. Best available. See. Well, not that it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but. To watch what's happened the last two seasons in terms of a C.D. Lamb and a Micah Parsons falling to you, and you're just sitting here, just you know, doing your just doing your job, and mm-hmm. just okay, what ha- what could happen for you at 24, depending on how this thing goes. Now, obviously, it's not going to be we don't anticipate it to be a high quarterback market. Mm, where there's going to be year. a lot of folks, you know, making trades and trying to move up. But I I go back into. The way the Pittsburgh Steelers have drafted for a long time, man, they've just kind of sat there and watched the board fall to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need defensive here's TJ Watt. There you go. You know, there you go. They needed Cameron Hayward. I mean, it's Cam Hayward. Boom, here's Cam Hayward. Here, yeah. Here's David DeCastro. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've just kind of stayed where they've been at and just okay, we're going to scout and and okay, we're going to find a good player. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happens in drafts. There's 32 picks, but there's not 32 first round grades. Nah. Guys. <laughs> nah. And sometimes you're going to find a first round player drop to 24, and sometimes you see first round player, first round guys fall into round two. I mean, there's no way in the world Trevon Diggs should be oh. sitting up there in those second round. If they would have seen what they, they people would be like, no, there ain't no way he would have been a top ten pick. Right, right. I mean, it's just it's 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 crazy. Mm-hmm. So. At 24, I would just simply say, man, at this point in time, just, let's just see how it shakes out. And see how the chips fall. Because huh? once free agency goes its way, there are going to be teams that okay, well, now we don't need this need here. We don't need that. So I just think that the Cowboys have done a really good job of just saying, where, where, where does the draft go for Zach Martin? Yeah. No, where where does it go for us? And Travis Frederick, he, what was he twenty something pick, right? Thirty, thirty, yeah. yeah they they, so, tra- yeah. they mm-hmm. traded down and got Travis Frederick. Mm-hmm. So so there's just that's why I just say, man, there's a lot of uh, right now here, March twenty first. I can't. You must do this. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Let's see where you go. Do you need to 
fix this thing at the offensive line? Does someone drop? Uh, is there someone along the way who maybe gets knocked here or there and then they fall? You know, oh, this player's falling and, and maybe we trade up to get the player. What? Who knows? You never know who's going to get cut also. I mean, <laughs> Bobby Wagner's out there. I mean, you, 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 you don't know. know. You, you don't know. know. By the way, um, Dante Fowler agreed to a one-year deal with the Cowboys. Dante Fowler, my old Jacksonville teammate. Man, he was a dog, though, when I was there. When I was in Jacksonville that 2017 year, he was a dog. He can get after you um, as far as he has great speed off the edge. He's a powerful guy, super, super athletic. Um, the only thing that concerns me a little bit about him is just, once again, just focus. Like, just, just making sure you're focused on football. You know, he kind of can get distracted from things from time to time. And, you know, we'll see how that plays out here and under Dan Quinn. But he played. I believe, under Dan Quinn as well, right, when he yes. was in Atlanta. So he knows the system. He knows um, what Dan Quinn expects out of him, and hopefully he can go out there and kind of turn the clock back to those Jacksonville days when he was getting after the quarterback really at a really high clip. So hopefully we can get the best Dante Fowler out there. I think that was definitely a solid pickup, especially with the money. He's 27, will turn 28 in August, mm-hmm. 35 career sacks, had 11 and a half sacks for the Rams in 2019. Mm-hmm. So um, when he was with Quinn, it was only for a half season because he he, he got fired um, through there. But in 91 career games, he started just 41 of them. So you're really maybe talking a situational pass rusher. But he yeah, that's of, how he was for us in Jacksonville. It was a situational guy. So I think, all right, in terms of this is how I think, okay? So you're talking Dorrance Armstrong, Chauncey Golston, Terrell Basham, Fowler. A collection of guys. Here. You got a good rotation. You got a good rotation. There's a collection of guys here, and then you'll see what else happens in the draft. I kind of go back to Michael Parsons, and so the Cowboys had Leighton Vanderesh, and, and they mm-hmm. they had Jalen Smith. Uh, Jalen Smith, and yeah, Keanu Neal. And next thing you know, okay, hey, now we could add to the room and, and put in a Michael Parsons. So, you know, put guys in the room for now, stack them up, and then, then see, see where they go. Mm-hmm. I know the thought process is, hey, let's go get. Player X, like a Von Miller. They didn't do that. No. So, oh, so since they didn't do that, yeah, no, Jesus, six for one hundred and twenty. It's really a three-year deal. It, it, but still, like three for fifty. He got like yeah, he got like fifty yeah. something, fifty-three, Man. like three for fifty-three. So, wait, wait, thirty-four? We gonna be thirty-four when the season started? Mm. I would have done it. You'd have done it. Here's why I would have done it. And. I would tell anybody, just go look at the NFL Films video after the game when you see Aaron Donald and Von Miller talking. And Von says, you know, congratulations. And, and Aaron's like, man, you, you, you talked, I listened. I can't thank you enough. So then I found out the backstory. Vaughn comes over from Denver, and obviously he sees what a fantastic player that Aaron man, Donald is. World. But, he, but he said, man, you're too quiet. You're, you're way too quiet here. Hmm. You have to speak up more. You have to lead better. Not that he was leading in a bad way, yeah, he just... but you can go one more level. So the kind of things where DeMarcus Ware gets to Denver shows Von Miller the way of what he needs to be. Yeah. Now here's Von Miller, Super Bowl MVP, can get to the past telling him this is what you need to go here. Who won that game? Yeah. Aaron Donald and that defense won that game. Aaron Donald should have been the MVP. He should have, without a doubt. Okay. He had the two biggest plays in the game. And and they did that. They did the MVP voting with two minutes to go. So you didn't see the final <laughs> season. Sack, Von, yeah. Miller came, Von Miller and, 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 and Aaron Donald basically in the second half. They took over, mm-hmm. man. Wasn't a whole lot of points scored in this sucker. Mm-hmm. Um, this defense played a key role. But 
Vaughn really helped Aaron unlock what he needed to do. So you're basically paying for for the leadership value. You're paying for making sure the culture in the locker room is where it needs to be at, and these guys getting lined up in the right situation. That, that's what you're essentially paying for when you get a guy like Von Miller. Right. And so Von Miller, by the way, Von Miller had eight sacks in his last nine games. He did. Now, I ain't gonna, yeah, he, he, he's still a baller, too. Like, okay. ain't no scrub. So. so so you put Von Miller out there with some other talented people, he can still make plays. Okay, but Buff- the Buffalo got that, though? I mean, they got, I know they got very solid yeah, defense. They got, defense they got last very year. solid defense, yeah, like, but did they, I don't know. Did they got a lot of they got a lot of guys on that D line? I think okay, and I go back and yes, from this. Oh, yeah, or is Oliver, he gonna have they to got be, Oliver out there from from Houston, the boy, the uh, big boy out there in the middle. So he won't have to be the Jerry guy. Hughes over there on the fifth. Von Miller is gonna be to me once again. Von Miller is gonna be able to show that this is the way to do this. I have two rings on my finger. You guys want to listen to me and get yeah, one Super of these? Super Bowl MVP. Or you guys want to sit around here and watch Patrick Mahomes <laughs> take thirteen seconds, go down the field, beat you? What, what you want to do? <laughs> that that's where a guy like Vaughn Miller can help you. I mm-hmm. I am just thoroughly convinced of watching sports through the years. There's guys you bring in who help you win. And Vaughn Miller is that kind of guy. But also yeah. a guy who can go in the room and other dudes respect. Because you know, you've been in the room and some of mm-hmm. the guys come in, this guy. This um, kid, yeah, you, you look at him, you just like, hey. you know, he, he's one of those he, fake vocal guys that'll be like, yeah, we got to do this, rah, rah, rah. But really, it, it's just going in the ear and one out of the other guys. So you got to have, you know, guys have a specific type of leader. And D. Ware was that here and he was that in uh, Denver right. as well. So yeah, hey, there's a reason why Dak was calling Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Please come here. Come on, what we got to do? Uh, I would have paid the number. Okay. I would I would have paid the number because right now, ask yourself this who, who's the person in this room who's going to show them? How to get there and get it done. See, that's the thing. Who's with, got a ring on their finger? And here, we don't have that. Don't have it. We don't have that. Because, you know, people think it, you know, it's D Law, but it's. Got no ring? Nah. I go back to when the Cowboys got over the top, and Chris Bean knows this. It was Charles Haley. Yeah. They went and made the trade for Charles Haley, who had won two back to back Super Bowls with the San Francisco 49ers. And now you got a guy who, who knows how to, he, he knows the way. And he took, he took it over. He knows the way. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, Jerry Hughes, free agent. So yeah, so that's what, yeah, they're replacing him. Is he going to have to be the guy? I tell you what. Hmm. <laughs> oh, you talking about you? Uh... <laughs> Jerry Hughes played TCU. I'm about to say TCU guy. Come down to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Add another. Add another. Add another yeah, one. I mean, huh? I mean, I'd pick up the phone, have a conversation. Um, I like Jerry. I, I like Jerry. So so. I I'm just about leadership. Man, I, I and I think Von Miller can bring that. I think there's still something in the team. You think this defense is void of leadership here? There's no one on this team who can show you the way. Who You're can right. say I've been there? I agree with you. Yeah, Charles Haley was that guy. You had a lot of young. The Cowboys were the youngest team in football when they won Super Bowl 27. Having a guy like Charles was very instrumental. I remembered, and once again, this is the beauty of NFL films. In the Super Bowl, the Cowboys had a punt blocked, and Buffalo went up early in the game. And I remember Butch Davis and Charles Haley just kind of calming guys down. Yeah, they needed to calm down mm-hmm. and get themselves going. Everybody took the final score, 52-17, to 17, but it was not that way. The game did not start that way, the Rose Bowl. Mm. So having a veteran presence, I believe, helps. Then I go back to even when Bill Walsh won his first Super Bowl in San Francisco. He brought Fred Dean over from the Chargers. And while Fred didn't win a Super Bowl with the Chargers at all, the guy had a lot of playoff experience. And he was like that veteran. You need Because on a group of young dudes, you need a guy can show mm-hmm. you the way. And right now, I don't think there's that person here. I would agree. And then when I was in Jacksonville, that that person happened to be Calais Campbell. Because we were basically, when we when I got down there, it was just a group of just raw, talented, you know, dogs out there. 
with no type of leadership. I mean, you had the Jalen Ramseys, you had the Dante Fowlers, Miles Jack, and all those guys. But what Calais brought, besides being a beast on the defensive line, he brought that leadership and he brought that D-line group together. And that's how they became Saxonville. And us in the secondary were the Jackson Five. Like, we just had that guy leading us, letting us know where to go. And then you saw, once he, once he departed Jacksonville, I mean, their defense was still solid, but it just wasn't that same. It wasn't, the same. wasn't that same thing. Well, then I go back into one of your old teammates, Demarcus Ware, yeah, who said, "Take Von Miller, put him with Micah Parsons." He did. Let let him show Micah Parsons the way. You know, D. Ware's worked with him, and he's talked with him. Yeah, but he's Hard. not in the room every day. That's what I'm saying. You need that guy in the room, and then we we harken back to D. Law. It's hard to be a leader if you're if you're missing games, and you're hurt. You know, nothing not against that. It happens, but it, player, I'm talking players in that locker room, as good as you know D. Law is, if you're hurting, not playing out there, they're gonna they're gonna be like, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. But are they really gonna take that to the field? I don't know. So that, there, there's why I would have paid for one Vaughn Miller. Let's get another break in here. Leighton Vanderesh is back. Keanu mm. Neal's making a position switch, so he will not be back. What about J. Ron Curse? Let's talk some more about. The beauty of this Cowboys offseason and where things are going. He's Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. Danny McCray with the day off. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Cool. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back to the Players' Lounge. Attention, Cowboy fans. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Shave Logic is proud to offer Cowboy fans a special upgrade for a limited time. Visit ShaveLogic.com. Get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. He is Barry Church and Tilio Rocket. Yes, sir. We've got Danny McCray with the day off. I am Newey Scruggs, longtime Cowboys 
reporter. All right, uh, Dante Fowler is pretty interesting. So um, this is his fourth team, by yeah. the way. Played two years in Jacksonville, two at the Rams, last two in Atlanta, now with the Cowboys on a one-year deal for $5 million. Leighton Vanderesh is back on a one-year deal. What are the numbers on that, Van? Is it, is it out yet on what the numbers on his deal was? Um, you know, let me see if I can pull it up right here. I'd be real interested to see what what – his value was at the uh, point. By the way, Luke so, Gifford. Luke Gifford is back. Luke Gifford's back. Special teams ace. Yes, Luke okay. Gifford is back okay. here. So, um, while some people are not quote unquote fans of the of some of the things that the Cowboys are doing here, they don't feel like they've done enough. It's interesting because people are only happy if you bring in a quote unquote name, a big a big time player. That's that's what they want. To them, that's mm-hmm. what free agency has to be. That's how it's named. This guy. <laughs> but the Cowboys don't do that. No, they haven't done it since, what, Brandon Carr? So it's just very interesting. You're mad about something that they don't do anymore. Hmm. You kind of got to know. What's going to happen? Right. You know? <laughs> Look at the track record. I mean, it's been, like I said, since 2012 was the last time we got somebody like uh, right. Brandon Carr. Right. If your, wife don't make, if your wife don't make Blackberry Cobbler, why are you looking for Blackberry Cobbler? Yeah, She's not what, what she do. It's just not, not a You might get swap. a pecan pie. That's what she do. I mean, so, so why are you all looking for Blackberry Pie from the Cowboys? That, that ain't what they're cooking. They didn't tell you. We don't do that. We don't do that. That's they not on the Sunday. menu. I want my Blackberry I don't, don't do, do that. Blackberry Who else you been messing with? Right. I don't do that. Right, right. You want German chocolate cake? I got whip you one of those, but there this is not go. what they do. So you keep going to this menu looking for the mm-hmm. high price. Hey, what a high price ticket. I, they don't do that. That's not exist. what they serve. Mm-mm. Okay, the Cowboys don't serve that. Mm-mm. So why are you on the menu looking for a Cowboy fan? <laughs> you ain't going to get it. It's not what they do. You ain't going to get it. It is not what they do. Van Rush was one year three. When you're three. Uh, up to three. Up to three. That's, what, that's, what, that's what Todd Archer yes, reported. Yes, 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 yes. So I think it's like one five and can get up to three. Yeah, man. Whoa. But remember, remember, he, this was his fifth year. So they, 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 they did not get his option for his fifth year option, which was going to be like eight. Yeah. No, I mean, so, but he's so, twenty. Yeah. He's twenty six yeah. years old. One five. And the and it's okay. So I go back to when I was at the office and we were kind of going over the deal and look at the number. I said, man, that's a lot. That's not a lot of money to put your body through what you put your body through in the National Football League. One five. His market wasn't, he couldn't get anything from anybody. Man. And even if he gets to three, it's not a lot of money. That's not. And, and like I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, he like he he wasn't at the pl- at the place where he was his rookie year. I mean, I understand his rookie year, you know, Wolf Hunter, they had the whole how going on. He was balling out of control. You know, and then the next year, you know, everybody kind of took a, a step down. But this year he, he was well, solid. Well, he had the neck problem, remember? That, mm. he's, got an in, he's got an injury, you know, injury history, even yeah. at 26. So this is where I'm just like, I'm, I, that shot, I thought for sure it would be a minimum of five. And you can't get out on you five last year. And, and I, I come back and I say this. Maybe you're at the point where you just like it here. You like living it. And, and I'm not, I'm not for certain. I'm not. But I thought I saw him at the NCAA tournament. It looked just, it looked, it looked just <laughs> like him. Got a guy kind of one of little plaid shirts uh-huh. and some jeans. That's it. That's I it. thought I saw Leighton Vanderesh um, Thursday uh, at the NCAA tournament at Fort Worth at Dickies. So maybe he just enjoys living, likes his teammates, likes the organization. But to me, it's like, man, what? And, and what else did you have out there? So once, what did we talk about before? Okay, so so maybe somebody was offering you some of the similar money. When you start doing the taxes numbers mm-hmm. on you, like, whoa, okay, uh, do, do I want to leave? So I have no issue with him coming back. I think for the Cowboys, this is solid. Guy oh, knows the offense. Oh, that's a deal for the Cowboys. a deal for the Cowboys. Solid starting linebacker. Okay, so so there I'm you go. I'm just shocked. I mean, I, I thought for sure he would. Somebody would give him a little bit more than that. I'm just. Mm. 
look, man. People, he has some injuries, but man. The linebacker market apparently isn't as high as everybody thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, New York Mets manager Buck Walter once told me, he said, New York, there are no secrets in baseball. And the whole thing he was saying is like, people know. Mm-hmm. People know what's up. They know what time it is. Right. And, and so you're Leighton Vander, she going out there. I mean, people know about your history. They know. Mm. They know. Mm. I'm just like, man, I just thought for sure. J. Ron Curse out here now looking for money. That and then, and see, you know we what? talked about it earlier with the, with the Cowboys. They, they don't pay safeties. We've seen, and that's why he's sitting there looking. I'm like, man, you get, but really, who? Okay, how many teams really do? And when you're talking about J. Ron Curse right now, no secrets. Mm. Detroit, just a guy. Minnesota, Minnesota just, just a guy. Special teams guy. Yeah. Here he was good, but you ask yourself, how good was he? He was he was good. I think he benefited like a lot of those guys in the secondary. I think they benefited from a hellacious pass rush. I think you know that 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 D line and Parsons digs. I think he benefited a lot from that. Um, but I still think he he had a very solid year here. I think he played. I think he had a very good year here. Um, but he didn't take the ball away at a clip like you know you see some of these Tyron Matthews of the world and all that other stuff to to command a high price market for him. Yeah, but he's still out there. Yeah, and he's still out there. Tyron Matthews still out there. So. This this goes back into. I want to know the, what his number is. The waves of free agency, you know, the the, the first week. That's when the big money. Starts. That's when the big goes. Yeah, you know. the big money. So everybody's everybody's over here. Neiman Marcus this first week. <laughs> luxury, huh? the luxury yeah. items. Now now we starting to get down to Belk. Not <laughs> <laughs> coming Belk. Hey, What's baby. wrong with Belk? Hey brother, I'm you, I'm in Belk all the time. I, you better believe I got the app and get my coupons up on here, bro. Oh man, I got these jeans right on here for twenty five dollars. Okay. <laughs> I'm not paying $85, $110 for no jeans. It gets high. Get I'm high up at Belk, there. baby. There it is. Okay. There it is. Okay. There it is. So, all right. I'm real interested to see what curses. I wonder what he thinks his number should be. And then how many years is the other thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Were you trying to get a three-year deal from somebody? Somebody just saying, man, we like it one. Yeah. And, and also, and you know this from being a safety Everybody's schemes different. What are you asking him to do, and does he fit it? He better yeah. be smart enough to realize. Might go take this bag and not be be lost out here. It'd be, I've seen it happen to the best of them. Day the grass ain't always green or somewhere else. But like you said, you got to strike while the iron's hot. So, I think he so, thinks this is his this is his opportunity. Okay, so so these are these are the things that he has to think about. But if you're the Cowboys, I think they're playing this correctly. You brought back Malik Hooker. Okay, so you got a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gave Malik what, four, what, four, uh, two for two, eight? So basically, four, four years. So, so you just simply, hey man, look, hold on, real quick. I'm just realizing they gave Malik Hooker four. He ain't, he wasn't even playing, and then Van Nash got one three or one, one five. Well, first off, here comes that thing. When you who signed first, Hooker? Hey, man. And then Hooker's coming on. He got injuries too. Run up in there. Give, give it to me. I sign it. I sign it. Here, here. here. Hooker got that ACL and Achilles. Run up here bad. Um, and, mm. and so, and also, and I, you know, one of the things I don't know, and this is the other thing, I don't know what the incentives are, what yeah. else, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's sign and bones. I don't know. I don't know what, mm-hmm. you know, just because we see numbers, and, and, you know, this isn't the NBA. <laughs> same the baseball. Yeah, yeah, baseball. <laughs> it's the NFL. It's a lot of fuzzy math going on here. Hey, Bob Miller, six years, 126. He ain't about to play no six years. Nah, he ain't here, getting that. Man. He ain't, he ain't getting that play, boy. You know, right. So, you know, unless you Deshaun Watson with oh, that's all guaranteed, or you Kirk Cousins and you keep finessing, man. getting your 35. I need to go to the school of Kirk Cousins. Like, that, man, that dude has, he, he, he played it perfect. I've never man, seen anything I like it. I don't, I don't get it. He played it perfect, I mean, man. 
the thing about Kirk Cousins is I, we all know he's not a Super Bowl guy. No. Nah. Yeah, he's an average QQ. I, I, he, would you say he's slightly above average? He has his moments. He's in that if you're if you're you know if you're ranking quarterbacks, yeah. he's in that 15, 16 range. Yeah, you know, 15, middle 16, of the pack. Middle yeah. of the pack. Yeah. But that's you know made a, he made a that, lot more money than right. But you paying him like he gonna get you over the top. It ain't gonna he's happen. not that guy. He's, he's not that guy. And so the craziest thing of all to me for Minnesota is you went and hired a guy, Kevin O'Connell, because he was with him in Washington. He believes in Kirk Cousins. So you, you want, this is one more team that you realize, in my mind, that's not the dude. Mm-mm. So if he's not the dude, get rid of the dude. Go find the dude. But they're too scared. Well, we owe him this money. Who cares what you owe him? Mm. Bite the bullet. They're gonna say, what they're going to say is, the who else did? is out there? The Eagles did. They, they did. moved on from Carson. We're they like, did. you're not the dude. They moved on. They realized it. Made the playoffs with Jalen Hurts. But not Minnesota. Oh, we trying to hold on, man. We, you, you can unlock this key to Kirk how how long do we go and keep trying to unlock? Did you just stop, man? We the, the key don't work. Kirk just signing them checks. Yep, yep. I'll take these some checks, more of that. Yep, give me some more of that. And so so the spin up in Minnesota now is to blame Mike Zimmer. Zimmer didn't like it. Zimmer was a defensive coach. Zimmer didn't love him up. Oh, so so now Kevin O'Connell was to come up here and like you know he had him in Washington. I'm sorry, I, did I miss all the winning that was going on in Washington? Yeah, they won. They won to play at what one time they went. I mean, did, did I miss his MVP years in Washington? At least Wentz was close. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, that's the thing that cracks me up. Well, you know, man, he had him in Washington. And, oh, and what did man. they do? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Here's what that happened in Washington. The ownership was like, man, we don't believe in this dude. They let him ride. So here's Minnesota. You go to the NFC Championship game with, with Case Keenum. Hey, man, Case, you're not good enough to get us over the top. We're going to get Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins never even gets you to that point Not in even time. close to that point. So they keep giving him the money, mm. which to me is so mind-boggling. Like, how do you keep doing this? How are you still hoping that this is the guy? Which is he knows something. Stupid as Washington <laughs> giving Carson Wentz $28 million and trading real picks for him. Mm. Mm, Wentz back in the NFC East. And I'm sorry, man. If I'm going to do that, if I'm going to dump my guy, because I'm like, man, this isn't the dude anymore. I'm going to do what what Denver did. I'll do what Cleveland did. Get someone who you know could be that guy. Go get the guy. The guy. Hey, man, we're going to back up these picks for this guy. Mm. And obviously, Watson and Russell Wilson had no trade clauses. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Minnesota, hey, I've got Jefferson here. I got Thielen. I got Cook. Cook, So you want to tell me you couldn't have had some conversation? And, oh, by the way, write a big old check. Mm -hmm. Write a big old check. Go go solve your problem. Playing indoors. With a real dude. With a dude who's proven. Not these guys who, well, we think maybe Kurt's real accurate. That's that's what everybody comes back to. The accuracy. Man, what about these wins and losses, man? Right. That's what it comes down to. Right. This is not the guy. Mm-mm. I mean, you or they're acting as though they've got Matthew Stafford. Like, hey, you know, you put Matthew Stafford here with the Ray. He was with Detroit. I, was, I mean, no, nah. no, Kirk is not Matthew Stafford. Nah, he He's not the, even Matthew uh, Stafford. He ain't got nowhere near the arm talent Stafford. Hey, right. so it's just like, why do we keep lying to ourselves about these dudes like like Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins? Mm. These are not the guys. And who did you hear in Indianapolis talk about missing Carson Wentz out the door? <laughs> 
Did you hear? Did you nah, hear a peep? I hear a peep. Now one teammate said nothing. Said they ain't nothing. Nothing. Now teammate ain't stick up. Coach ain't didn't get his now. back. Nah. GMing it back. On, I mean nobody. And just let him ride. And Washington gonna give up real picks. That's what you guys gave up real picks for twenty. They paid him twenty eight. Mm, and twenty eight. You could have went and got Jameis. Mm. For five. You 30, get, 30, 30 for 30. 30 for 30, Jameis. I mean, I just say, like you, oh, you sitting here gambling on a guy that two teams said, no, nah, man, we can't. we can't. We can't even mess with it. Right, mm. right. And Kirk Cousins, man, you paying this guy 35 million. I mean, Kevin O'Connell, he, know, he knows what to do with it. Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> you better hope he's the. You better what? hope he's the, You better hope Kevin O'Connell can untap something. But I just don't. I, at this point, what is there to untap? He's, he's showing you what he is. Thank you. Kirk Cousins it is, what it is a is. guy that's just going to – he will continue to leave you wanting more. Yeah. It's like he, he'll he go on a spurt where he might win three or four games in a row and then you'll end the season eight and nine, seven and ten or something like that. Like, oh, we could, if we just had this one thing, we could, we could turn it around. Nah, man. It's insanity. Yes, it is. It is. And so while people get frustrated with the Cowboys and what they're doing, like, man – I get it, but look around the league and see what other folks are doing. And at times, I just say, okay. Um, it's easy to look at the Chargers and say, man, look, they went out there and they got Khalil Mack, they got J.C. Jackson, look mm-hmm. at their defense, they're going to do this and this and that. Let's see how it turns out. Let's see what my boy Herbert can do. They let's, haven't paid Herbert yet either. So. You know, yeah. let, let's see yeah. how it turns out. And my big thing with the, with the Chargers, he's still got that head coach. Mm. Who should have just <laughs> stupid decisions? Nah, man, man. we're gonna, we gonna go for it right here. We're going for a touchdown instead of taking three just in the half or nothing. I mean, just, 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 it was stupid stuff, man. You know, lost the opportunity to make the playoffs. So, I mean, mm. let, let's let's see how these moves all work out. And I know it's March and Cowboy fan. I get it. You're frustrated. You're mad. You want you want to have all. Got to let it play out. We'll see. We'll see. And and in the division right now. Is what Washington? Is what Washington do? Is that making you you shaking nah, in your boots nah, about ain't, that? Ain't nobody, Daniel Jones don't scare you. You know Washington wins. We played him hundreds of times. Right. Philly got you know they got a little something over there, but ain't nothing to be scared of. They, they've got issues as well. Exactly. They've got issues as well. So I mean, right now, okay, Tom Brady's back. So let's see what Tampa does. But even we we saw they returned twenty two. You know, all, they, just, all this, they they didn't win it. I mean, shoot, the Cowboys almost beat them down there if it wasn't for Hook'em left. Missing them a couple field goals. I mean, who knows? So, so, so yeah. So let's see. Let's see where these things go. And that's the the problem is everybody wants it to look perfect right now, and it just never does. I mean, go back to the draft. How many people were not happy about Mike Parsons? Yeah, okay? I was one of them. And and how did it turn out? Mm. So. So, so just just let it let it play out some more. The Cowboys do not play in the first week of free agency in terms of signing big dollar contracts. It's not what they do. Mm, they haven't been doing it. And while you can argue about not wanting, well, what have we done? They just bring back our own. You know what? Is that the worst thing in the world to do? No, because they've been drafting well, so their own are some pretty good players. You know. There's some pretty good players, so we'll see. Hopefully Gallup, you know, can come back and not have, you know, not lose a step or take a step back. And CeeDee Lamb can take that, you know, next step to being that number one. And, you know. James Washington will have an opportunity. He'll have an opportunity. He's another, he's a, he's another one of those deep ball, 50-50 type guys. So so here, here's a guy with an opportunity. So you could criticize the process. And, and, and not liking it. But at the same time, I would challenge you. Start looking around just your division. Because the first thing you need to do is win your division. Yeah. 
Okay. You get get yourself to the playoffs. Start look. Have you have you been lapped in the NFC East? Mm-mm. Yeah, Washington's still talking about. Oh well, you know we'll be better defensively this time around. Well, last year you said you they were to... supposed to be a top ten defense last year, and, and right. we all seen what happened. So. Right, and and you know you can play all defense you want to. If you still got quarterback issues, good luck. Yeah, good good, good luck. So um, that's why I'm just just saying. All right, I'm not going to beat them up as much as everyone else has, but I understand the frustration. But also, you have to understand the logic and how they yeah. go about their business. Von Miller wasn't coming here. I wish Von Miller was. I really coming. do. I would have done it, but they said no. This is our this is our process. So we'll see. Mm. We'll see where they go. Um, I'll be interested if they go linebacker in the draft too, because with the one five, it seems. I mean, that's. That's like almost you got to make the team type money. To me, I'm still fix fix your offense and defensive lines. Yeah, D line, D line. I think we 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 decent at D line. Uh, okay, you trying? We to need be, maybe some interior okay. pieces. You want to be cool. decent? You want to be decent, or do you want to be next level? Go get next level. I mean, look, look man, you go get you get one of them kids from Georgia. And that's where Quinn was. Okay, all right, right. You go, go ahead and get yourself. Quinn was down there looking at him. I mean, yeah, go, go down there and get some kids from Georgia, and you'd be all right. You know, mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm still about fix, get better. That travels. Your, your offensive and defensive lines travel. Yeah. So get better there. We and definitely need offensive line for sure. That's a, okay, that's out, a for sure for sure. So when you start talking about outside of Zach Martin, when you talk about your offensive and defensive line, who else is your blue chip player? That's what I'm saying. We ain't, mm. Okay. Especially on the defensive line. I can't say D Law is a blue chip anymore. I mean, he, he missed too many games because he's not. So same with Tyron Smith on the on the offensive line. We can't say that because anymore. he's not. Yeah. So you have one. You got to so, fix so, him. So so right, so right there alone, man. That that's 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 a bunch of spots. I mean, look at the playoff game. How we got that's that's essentially how we got bullied in that game. In the trenches, we lost the battle in the trenches. So, so that's why I'm like, it's 24 right now. I'm looking, I'm looking. Some I got to add some beef up here. Mm-hmm. I need some blue chip beef because you win. By playing well up front. And when you look at the Cowboys championship teams, Cowboys championship teams, man, they were good in the trenches on both sides. Mm-hmm. I would say so. So to me, go right there. Because if you're good up front, everything else can work. Everything on both sides. If you're good mm-hmm. up front, man, mm-hmm. everything else can work around that. So to me, build right there and, and, and keep improving. Hey, church, man, fun is always, oh, as man. always. We will uh, do it again next Monday. Danny McCray with the week off. I'm Newey Scruggs. Thanks to Chris Bean, William Boykins, everybody here at DallasCowboys.com Radio. We'll chat with you next week. Goodbye. Later. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!